All right, here we go with uh, part three of our chat with uh, Vicky and uh, Jeremiah Craig. Uh, actually, it's more Vicky than me. Uh, you just wind Vicky up and let her go. Don't give her any coffee. Actually, just fantastic. She she had so many great things to say. I just didn't want to interrupt her. I mean, she was doing so good. So anyway, here we go with part three. I hope you guys really enjoy this. And uh, I'm going to put the you know the links in the show notes to Jeremiah's stuff. And I really hope you guys go check it out because I think you'll really enjoy it. All right. Have a great day. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. Well, you think a lot of that has to do with the way... Yeah, the big corporations bought all the radio, you know, stations and made these big conglomerates and then kind of, you know, killed radio in a way. I don't think so anymore. I mean, it's so easy to listen to whatever you want, whenever you want with Spotify uh, and Apple Music or YouTube. You can you can listen to anything that you want. Uh, if anything, it's easier now to get more known because you don't have to go through the gatekeepers that we were talking about before you can just record music and if you're good enough and you have different ways of sharing your music like i i now that i've tried this cowboy boot thing i'll probably be branching out into doing some other things too in my other interests and i wholeheartedly feel that a musician cannot just make it off of their music anymore. They need to make it off of being them and sharing who they are as an individual. So if you like cattle dogs or if you like makeup or if you like, uh, I'm just looking around the room right now for examples, like uh, <laughs> house, if you like, if you have an affinity and knowledge for house fans and you make, um, electronic music, why not make a video about the best fans that you can get for your house, like floor fans or like whatever kind of fans. I think that those weird things about musicians are going to be the most attractive to people on a personal level. And once you get somebody to like you on a personal level, then they will understand you, your music more. It's That's the way that it's going. So I feel the same way for companies. Just because you are a marketing agency or just because you make car parts doesn't mean that you can't share your love of hockey or it doesn't mean that you can't share your love for um, jeans or whatever. You can still share that and build your brand personality. It's all about personality now. 
I, I wholeheartedly believe this now. Um, and I think for any independent musician trying to figure out how they're going to get known, I think that they should step back from the music for a second and say, what else do I like? And what else do, do people like about me? And share that too. And somehow work that into the music because every, every boot video I make, I also include my own recordings of music as background music and play a song about what that video is about at the end of it. So you can't watch a boot video and not know that I'm a musician. I make right. it very clear. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I, I was going to say, as you were talking, um, getting to know you as a person can actually begin and you might as well say end with your music because the stories that you unfold and this would be for, for anyone who, who really likes to tell stories through music. You're going to learn about that person through, through their music. And then, of course, uh, moving through, uh, following them, such as I did on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, you're going to learn so much more about them. And that does, that makes the connection stronger. Yeah, I agree. Because you get because music is super personal and you're sharing something that is tough to share with words. Um, and that's why a lot of my stories are just drenched in metaphor with two characters, even though it may be about a city or whatever it is. Um, Eight years. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's just very tough for me to talk about some of these things because I don't, want people to you know pity or say oh that must be really hard for you it's like well kind of but this is how i really feel and i'm gonna get past it or whatever you know it's not like it's not like uh, something that i that i want to focus on being the victim or anything which is why i usually drown everything in metaphor yeah i can relate to that because oftentimes people get stuck on the fact that I am blind. Mm -hmm. And yet that's, you know, people, <laughs> blindness just happens to be one of my attributes. It does not own me or define me. You know, it is a part of me and I'm not ashamed of it. Right. But, uh, you know, if, if, if you were to ask me, okay, what's, what are, what about Vicky, you know, would be helpful to know. Yeah. It'd be helpful. You know, that, you know, uh, I was blind because if you expected me to pick you out of a crowd, it might be a little tough, <laughs> but it's not the, I, I, that's something I would like to move past. Right. So I can 100% agree with what you're I saying. I was going to say, um, at least you get to take a, a really cool dog with you everywhere you go. Well, yeah, I, I could trade places with you though. <laughs> if you'd like. How many times have you heard that one though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say exactly the same thing. So, oh, you're so lucky you get to bring your dog. The first thing I say is, well, my dog actually brought me. Or, but would you rather trade places? You know, I'll take your vision if you want to take, you know. <laughs> so, and just, you know, I, I'm not really serious, obviously, but uh, it does. It's, it's fun to, it's fun to mess with people. Things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it very much is. I, I really thoroughly enjoy messing with folks. <laughs> I don't blame you. The the reactions that you can get sometimes are are fun, and it's sort of 
it's it it tests the character like if they are like oh i see what you did there let's sort of jab back and forth and you sort of get to busting each other balls a little bit <laughs> or somebody might just be having a bad day and be like oh damn i see what you're saying it's cool no it's best when it's best when you jab them and they walk away and they and as they're walking away they're going did did he just mess with me i don't i don't, I don't, I don't should i be mad I don't know. I don't know if I, should, cause I used to do that in the army all the time because you, you know, like you talk to some officer or something, you couldn't say anything, and they, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know what he said," you know. And on my helmet, at, towards the end, I was a little bitter. I had it said FTA in my helmet, which did not mean, you know, I'm sure you can imagine what it meant. And this colonel's like, "What does that mean?" I'm like, "Future teacher of America, sir." That's not what. It, that's not what it meant. But what, what could he say? And then as he's walking away, I could see him shaking his head going, I don't know what to do with this guy. <laughs> you know, it was, it was gone in a month anyway, so what are they going to do, you know? But see, that's another thing. But see, you know, that's being able to respond on your feet and like with your music in the crowds. I would imagine that's very helpful when you're performing, being able to respond, whereas someone's reacting to you or or, or if even if you get a heckler or something like that, you can shut them down. Or you can turn them onto your side just by how how fast and spontaneous you can be. Yeah, that doesn't happen very usually. Usually, I don't get hecklers. It's a very it's a very rare thing. Um, it's every once in a while I will, but uh, it's oh, there was this one time we were playing in uh, New Hope, Pennsylvania. I've been there. Oh, I'm sorry. I called it no hope, but that's... Yeah, that's basically where the story is going. <laughs> so, so we were playing in this bar in New Hope, and this girl with a dog comes up on stage and starts dancing and everything, and it, it was fine. Like There was not that many people there, so we really didn't care that she was up on stage. We just wanted her to have a good time and stuff. And she gets to talking to us in between the songs. Turns out she's the ex-girlfriend of John Popper, this lead singer and harmonica player of the Blues Travelers. And uh, she's, she, apparently John Popper went into that bar all the time with her. Um, and I was like, oh, really? That's so cool. We know a Blues Travelers song. I'm going to play it. So we, we started playing Blues Travelers. She got so pissed. Oh my she was God. the whole way through the song it was awful and then when we finished she just couldn't stop yelling at us she just didn't leave it's just like suck you're horrible how could you do that to me and i was like i didn't think it was gonna be that big of a deal like it's a song you're the one who opened the door honey right she's <laughs> And then that is hilarious. (laughs) At the same show, uh, the Hell's Angels showed up at the end because uh, the sax player went next door and got a shot and was uh, flirting with the bartender of that bar. And apparently, that was Hell's Angels' bar. So he came back and he's a black guy. So Hell's Angels. Black guys don't really mix. The Hells Angels come over and said that he didn't pay for his drink. And he did. 
But he went back over, paid for it again, which is ridiculous. And I didn't know this at the time until after the show. And then we finished our second set. Turns out that wasn't even enough for them. They were waiting for us in the back where our cars were parked with chains and bats and stuff. So after we dealt with this ex-girlfriend of the Blues Travelers, the Hells Angels were back there, but the owner of the bar in New Hope was able to somehow talk them out of killing us or beating the shit out of us because his bar was known for being one of the least violent in town and he wanted to keep it that way. So somehow he was able to make some deal with the Hell's Angels uh, and allowed us to be talking today. <laughs> now that... New Hope is not a place you should ever go to. I was going to say, that qualifies as a very surreal evening. Yeah. Yep, it was definitely one that I'll never forget. Negative. It was very. It was the worst. The kind where you wake up the next day and go, did that really happen? Yeah, for real. <laughs> this... This guy, too, in the Hell's Angels, had a lightning bolt shaved into his beard. Oh. Yeah, such an adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm none, of my, none of my experiences in New Hope were anything like that. But uh... That's good. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> I, I, I just got to wonder what she does when... Uh... A blues traveler song comes on the radio and she's listening to the radio. She starts cutting people off and running them off the road. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that that's just, well, that must have been a bitter breakup. I can't imagine. Can't oh, like, can you imagine what a harmonica sound must do to her? No. <laughs> you know, just the, the slightest harmonica and sends her into a. Why'd she kill the people in, those, in that crowd? Well, somebody played a harmonica. <laughs> you know, you know right? it's it's not as mean as an accordion, but it's pretty damn close. <laughs> <laughs> well, stranger things have Thank happened. God, nobody had bagpipes. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I'm a fan of bagpipe music. So, just because my husband seems to feel that it sounds like somebody strangling cats. Well, <laughs> L Dog told me once that the nice thing about bagpipes. Is the fact that it sounds just as good, you know, when you're when you're starting off as after you've been playing them for twenty years. Well, that uh, that I won't agree with because my friend's son is a piper, and well, let's just say that he got a lot better as the years went by. <laughs> but to the maybe to the average ear, sure, we can go with that. I don't. Well, I just did a DNA test a couple of years ago. I found out I was mostly Irish and Scottish, so I guess I'm supposed to like it. So I think I'm going to go get a dress and start drinking whiskey more often. <laughs> that sounds like a good reason to me. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Right. You know, it's it's you know, it's just a good deal. So anyway, we're up to about an hour now. So let's see if we can get Jeremiah. Do you think we could talk into playing something? Sure. Yeah, I'll play a song. Awesome. All right. You hear the guitar okay through my headset? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to play this song that uh, I actually rewrote. It's an old it's an old folk song. It was originally called Buffalo Skinners or Trail of the Buffalo, made popular probably by Woody Guthrie. 
And it's just about a group of cowboys who are hired by this drover to, to basically go hunting. Um, drovers basically were the organizers of cowboys so that they could drive cattle from one place to another, but they would also organize hunting parties when they didn't have anything, uh, to drive. So they would go Buffalo hunting. And I always liked the song because it's a, it's, it shows what can be done when power is abuse so when drovers abuse their power when any leader abuses their power people just usually don't put up with it especially in democracies so i took that in 2016 and i rewrote it based off of the um the political atmosphere between trump and hillary and how horrible of choices they both were so this is a song that is basically a rewriting of uh, Buffalo Skinners with two drovers. Uh, and the two drovers in this song are metaphorically the two presidential candidates of Myself in Boise in the springtime of 16 when two well-known famous drovers come walking up to me saying how you doing young fellow and how would you like to go spend the summer pleasant on the trail of the buffalo well me being out of work right then to the drovers I did say if I may be bold, I have been told all the buffalo have gone away. But if you pay good wages and transportation to and fro, I guess I could go with you on the trail of the buffalo. <laughs> of course we pay good wages and transportation too. If you'll agree to stay with us until the season's through. But if you do get weary, and you try to run away, there'll be no one else to save you, and you'll also lose your pay. Well, with all their flattering talking, they signed up quite a team, and the papers treated them like the only two drovers on the scene. And our trip, it was a pleasant one, as we hit the Westwood Road, to find success at behest of these two here that drove. But then our pleasures ended and our troubles soon began as these two drovers argued over views of food and hunting land and the team split up into two even halves and started fighting over everything that came up on our path. And as we all had feared, the time of Buffalo had ended even though one said that it could be great again and so they changed the game they changed the rules and the fear we all thought of the future but it was no longer clear and when the working season ended those drovers had made up 
and explained under smiles the team's fighting cost too much. So with all the season's pay, the two turned to go. But the team arose to leave their bones with those of the buffalo. Yeah. I like that. I'm calling that two drovers. And the folk music is the folk music genre is really cool because that's allowed. You can take songs that have been around for a while and completely change them however you want. And it's totally cool. That was wonderful. I enjoyed that. Thank you. Vicky runs um I don't she has a WhatsApp group that uh people do you know they just get up and perform once in a while and uh she's going to try to talk you into joining it and you probably you know you should think about it in yeah, whatsapp it's, it's it's a whatsapp's got talent group interesting and we have quite a few different folks that share we have a lady that does drumming and shaking with the shakers and she's able to do them i mean she was amazing and we have so we actually had a lady share her uh, daughter's doing tap. And it was an audio. Well, I guess it was a video now that I think about it. We are an equal opportunity to sighted to blind. Uh, <laughs> we include everyone here. Cool. Um, so we had tap. We have had, I did a couple of songs on guitar, piano. Uh, what else have we had? Boy, we've had a lot of cool stuff. So, yeah, if you want to join. I'll get King to share the link with you. It'd be awesome to have you on there. Yeah, I've never had a reason to be in WhatsApp before, but I'd love to actually get in and start playing around with it. It's 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 fun. It's gotten a lot friendlier. It cool. used to be a royal pain because you had to hold the button down. And it's kind of hard to play the piano, play the guitar when you're holding the button down. Right? <laughs> you got to do it with your toes or something. <laughs> yeah. So it's gotten much friendlier and actually the sound quality is not bad. It's not cool. bad at all. So yeah, well, I'll make sure he gets you the link. Yeah, the funny thing, the one lady, she posted the video of uh, of the tap dancers and the kids were like, oh, I don't know, 10 or 12. And it was kind of fun. But the, the funny part about it was, is she was like, you know, I don't, I think there's like eight or nine kids up there. There might be more. I don't know. You know, can somebody tell them and tell me? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, so many kids are there. Like, oh. But it did. It actually sounded really cool with all these kids tapping. It was it was really fun. And that's why I like the group, because it's so diverse. You don't know. Uh, you know, we have folks that have a lot of different interesting talents and uh, and it's been a lot of fun already. And it's relatively new. So oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you just never know what you're going to well, get. You get shocked, too. Like cool. the lady who did the, the that Vicky was just talking about with the shakers. I was like, uh, I, I was, I was like, oh my god! I mean, you wouldn't, you know, she never, you just would never know. And then it just came out, and it was like, oh wow, this I really like this because I heard that too, and I was like, holy, holy, holy goodness! It's fun. I I've been joking with them because I have a very large square bathroom in my side of the house. And so I've told everybody on that group that it's my studio as well, because I go in there and because of the acoustics, it mm -hmm. offers me some vocal fullness 
Yeah. So I go in there with the guitar. And so I said, you know, I do have this studio. So if I can get everybody to my house, we can put everybody in my bathroom studio, <laughs> and we can jam. Oh, I know where I'm sitting. So, I know where I'm sitting. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's where we're going to put you, King. <laughs> put him on the throne, right? Right. <laughs> where else should a king be but on the throne? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah it's it's you know what the nice thing about it nobody's serious i mean they're serious when they're doing what they're doing but it, it's just fun fun absolutely you know example like i could go on there and sing and, and nobody's gonna tear me up they might tease me a little bit but you know it, it's like nobody it's just fun you know and it, it's just the whole thing is just fun and you never know what you're gonna hear it is cool. a riot. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I'll I'll uh, um I'll I'll send you the link as soon as we uh you know later on this evening, and then of course uh Jeremiah uh, in the show notes everybody's listening in the show notes you'll find links to Jeremiah's music on the different places. Jeremiah send me the uh, forward me uh uh you know thing with all the stuff you want me to put in, and then same with you Vicky. And then um if anybody like we were talking with the guide dog thing because Vicky did it we did an episode about guide dogs about a couple of months ago. And if anybody has any follow-up... Oh, I had a follow-up question on that, Vicky. What, do, what oh. do you do if you're on the airplane by yourself and you have to use the restroom and you have your guide dog? It depends on the dog. Astro, all I have to do is tell him to stay, to rest, and go use the bathroom. There's not a... You, you, I mean, it sounds like a simple answer. It actually really is. If If it's a new dog, like some folks will actually take the leash and secure it to the to the seat, you know, to the arm, and tell the dog to rest. The Astro, he's not going to go anywhere. He's going to stay right there. He's pretty young, isn't he? And, uh, uh, he's three. He's three. I trained with him a little over a year ago, and he's a, he's great. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a big guy, big teddy bear, 90-pound shepherd dog. Wow. He's like a freight train, but in every other area is very gentle. And he's a lot of fun. We're Does just that cause problems to... that they pull so hard and so fast? I, I don't mind it at all. It, it, that's part of the matching process is to match you with a dog that pulls according to what you like. Uh-huh. You know, and I, I like a I like a freight train. It's just it's fun. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to walk fast. You know, other folks uh, like to walk fast. They like maybe, you know, everybody walks at a different speed. And that's why the matching is so, um, you know unique and do they train the dogs to go fast or slow so that they can match easier they do it all okay in other words they you know you got to have a little bit of everything because people are a little bit of everything true Um, so you got to have dogs that will fit just you know every every walking pace pull and it's 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 actually (laughs) it sounds hard and in some ways it is but a lot of it is just gut instinct. What do you mean? In the sense that in these instructors, and I talk mainly about the seeing eye, which is located in Marstown, New Jersey. You're talking about matching, right? Um, You're talking about when you say gut instinct? Matching, the matching process. And there are instructors there that just truly have a gift for it. And they can see it. They can see the match. And so it's their gut feel. Yeah, it's 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 funny because I think that's what happened with me and Astro. Several of the instructors just saw him with me 
you know, they may have said, well, she likes the big, big dogs, you know, she likes to walk fast, but they just, sometimes there's not really a, a solid explanation, but they just say, I think this is going to work. So how much and, time do you have to spend with the instructors so that so they I know in, you and what you need? Yeah, I was in class for two and a half weeks. And, but they had, you know, they pretty much knew which dog I was going to get. Now, I didn't know. I found out, <laughs> I found out that I got there. Keep in mind, Jeremiah, she's been, uh, you know, involved with that place since like 1978. I got gotcha. my first dog in June of 78. So I've been a so they know you. handler. They do know me well. They do for a lot of reasons. Because I was going to say, like, if, like, if, like, if I, you know, as a newer, if a newer blind person or like, let's say myself, I lost my sight and I went there, it would be a little bit tougher for them to, to deal with it. But for you, they know you so well, you're like an open book. They do. And that's, you know, like, for example, they'll be coming. If you, oh, cat toys, um, <laughs> they come to visit you, you know, during the application process, they come to visit you in your home. And so they get an idea of, you know, where the dog is going to be working and, your lifestyle and and that that does make a big difference. They can get a good feel for you at that point. They walk with you, get an idea of your pace, your pull, and so that all figures into it. You know, do you go to school? You work five days a week? Are you a traveling musician? <laughs> wow. You know, so it all figures in. It all figures in, and somehow, and I always say it's the good Lord's work that makes it that makes it happen. That's great. That is so cool. It is fun. And we're about to, I'm about to head off in three weeks from today, exactly, to Rochester, New York, for a convention where there probably will be anywhere from three to 500 dog guide handlers in one area. So that will be fun. Cool. That's where <laughs> Plus I'm from. a lot of folks using canes and... A lot of other folks. So craziness. Fun craziness. Yeah. Originally, yeah. Oh, Rochester. Yeah, I'm from just outside Rochester in Geneseo, New York. Like that was Rochester was the closest city. Oh, okay. So I don't know how long this complex has been around, but we'll be using the Hyatt slash Riverside Hotel complex in Rochester for our convention. Is that the one near RIT? I I haven't I don't I don't know because <laughs> I don't know Rochester so um, it's apparently the two hotels are connected by some kind of a walkway <laughs> so it can't be anywhere near as difficult to navigate as the one in St Louis was last year. I'll give you a Rochester tip. Have you have you are you do you eat meat? Vicky? I do I do. You have to go to uh, if you can. Go to Henrietta Hots and get a garbage plate. A garbage plate is very Rochester. It's, it's not going to kill me, is it? <laughs> it depends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's here's what it is. You get fries or tots or potatoes or some kind of cooked potato. And then you get mac salad. This is all on the same plate, preferably a styrofoam container if it's a real really good one so you have uh potatoes mac uh mac salad and then you have 
some beans, and then they put two cheeseburgers on top with onions and this meat sauce that's a little bit hot, but not really that spicy. And then you just eat it. And it, it, they call it a garbage plate because it looks awful. You won't have, you won't <laughs> well, be scared. <laughs> yeah. So you just need to go and try a garbage plate because they are the best. They are so tasty. And what's the name of the place? Uh, either go, uh, I, I like, Henrietta Hots the best. Henrietta Hots. Um, okay. That's the place that 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 was close to RIT and was pretty much the best spot and was open the latest for when we were out uh drinking and but there's a lot of places that have garbage plates. So if you just ask somebody at the front desk in the lobby, where's the, where's the closest garbage plate and and you're not in Henrietta they'll know what you're talking about cool yeah with the hotel complex is apparently located on east main street of rochester yes okay yeah so you're right there in the city then yep you might want to go nick tahoe's then okay i'll keep those names in mind henrietta hots and nick tacos or tahoe is that what tahoe. you said yep tahoe Tahoe's. Okay. <laughs> cool very cool so that's a very Rochester thing. I might have to ask for some help with regard to eating that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awkward. It definitely is awkward for everybody. <laughs> well, now we're, uh, you know, hey, that's what clean laundry is for. Laundry, you know. But <laughs> I, 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 it just sounds like something that might be more fun to do with someone else. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, you gotta go with somebody. Oh gosh. <laughs> Preferably with some of you who hasn't had it also. So you can both be grossed out at, at it oh, at the same go. time. Because they're that so good. Be, so gross. Look. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. <laughs> so come let's share a garbage plate. Oh, it sounds it sounds like fun. Now I want to go to Rochester, and I don't think I've ever said that. No, I'll tell you what though. When I the first time I went up to Rochester, because my visual image of New York was always New York City. I mean, that's what I always thought of because it's you know I didn't grow. I grew up on the West Coast, and then when I first got up to Rochester, I was like, "This is New York. This is pretty nice, actually." You know, it's it's not a bad area at all. Because I woke up, I didn't drive in there. I woke up there. You know, and I was like, wow, this is pretty nice. I like it. So, well, all I know is I'm waiting for the Jeremiah Craig boots. I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the tour to Milwaukee, which, and, and, uh, if you ever get down to Florida, uh, I'm offering Vicky's spare room for you. Absolutely. <laughs> I do have plenty of requests to come play in Florida too. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If you ever get to Fort Myers. <laughs> We're Fort Myers, Fort Myers, Punta Gorda, we're we're okay. in that Gulf Coast, uh, Southwest area of Florida. Nice sea breeze, you know, and it's yeah. it's interesting. We're you know mid June here, and we have not hit the real high humidity thunderstorm every afternoon weather. It's it's almost weird. <laughs> yeah, but I still you know no offense, Vicky, but I still have to question your judgment. I'm moving to a place. That has alligators when you're blind. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, it was not my choice. My first choice um, 
for moving um, was um, Arizona. Ooh, I love Arizona. Because then of the you lack of rattlesnakes. Well, that's it. I mean, we, my husband and I were actually talking about that just a little bit ago. Um, but yeah, and they are there. So uh, scorpions too, you know, mm -hmm. but I mean, doesn't any place, just about every place have its issues. True. Sorry, I'm getting myself ready for practice. That's what you hear in the background there. Wisconsin. It's cheese. Lots of cheese. That's the issue. Too much <laughs> That's cheese. the dangerous thing in Do Wisconsin. Do we really know who cut the oh, cheese yeah. in Wisconsin? Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. It's everywhere. <laughs> you, know, you, you know they're wacky when they can walk around with a beer in each hand and they got a, a, a hat on that's in the shape of a cheese wedge and it's normal. Then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> and when you don't have one on at a party, they look at you like you're the problem. A hat, a cheese hat. Oh, yeah. when I first moved here, I was up in Green Bay, and they said, "Are you a Packer fan?" And I said, "No, not not really, not really a Packer fan. I just don't really care. I'm a I'm a Forty ers fan." And the lady goes, "Oh, you should talk to Steve. He's a Forty ers fan too." And I thought about it, and I went. Oh no 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 not that I just don't like the Packers. It's not what you. No no I don't need to talk to Steve. Yeah that's the way they think up there. I was like it, it took me a second to think about it and I was like no no. Yeah it was so weird and they, they were so you know they were so uh uh you know like it was such a matter of fact thing you know. Astro. It was it was just really weird. Can we get okay our Astro? Can we get Astro to bark? He did earlier. Did you hear him? Yeah, but we, that towards was... the beginning of the. Well, he might. I have to set him out there for. A, Give him a good a kick. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> but he does get a a part time before we head off to practice. He appreciates it, you know. Oh, it's raining. What is it's raining out? All right, that was Vicky Curley and Jeremiah Craig. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully, we'll get to do stuff like that again more often in the future. I had a great time. Oh, just a lot of fun. Anyway, it was three parts. Hopefully, I edited this together and it wasn't too many glitches. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope everybody had a beautiful day. Safe driving.